Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And welcome back. It's uh, Beachy Company. Sandy Beach, it's off. I'm David Bellavia. I am in. I've got Tony Calgiri. I've got Joe Beamer. And I've got you on hold. 803-0930. 1-800-616-WBEN. If you go to WBN.com, if you go to Radio.com uh, and click on the WBN, which you should all be doing, by the way. That is the future. You want to be on the side of history. And uh, you want to make sure that you have that app on your phone. You can get all the uh, podcasts from all the programming and also the stories as well on the WBN.com uh, news uh, site. And one of those stories today is, of course, talking about what's happening uh, with American happiness. These polls that are coming out, Americans are unhappy. Uh, American pride is at the lowest level since that was recorded. But to be honest, the American pride survey, the Gallup, that's only started since uh, September 11th. So that's not as long as the unhappiness uh, a poll that is 50 years. Americans are so unhappy. So what is that? Is that because of Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, or is that because of COVID? I mean, unemployment. Look at uh, the fact that we've all been locked up for 90 days and it doesn't seem like we're out of this anytime soon. Sports are gone. All your uh, adventures uh, on the summer, uh, marriage, people plan weddings a year out and uh, graduation parties and all these other things. Uh, they all seem to have been, they, they're taken away. So people are unhappy. Let's go back to the phones and let's go to, uh, let me see here. Let's go to uh, Terry, Texas Terry, line one. Texas Terry, how you doing, bud? I'm great, man. I don't know what all these polls are talking about. Look, the great Bernie Mac once said, quit crying, do some push-ups, something. Nuts. That's it. I think a lot of people I think a lot of people are depressed. You know, I don't know. People uh, are weak when there comes a little bit of adversity. I mean, I know there's a lot going on out there, but to me, man, this ain't like a radio thing. This is just me being a person is like, I, to have being depressed and being sad and woe is me and kicking yourself around, to me, that's not the attitude. I mean, that's not going to get you nowhere. I don't know if it's a military thing or just being that type of person is the kind of, you know, attitude that drove me into, a, you know, the military or something like that. But I just don't agree with being a crybaby. You know, there's no other way to say it. I think you got to look at the situation, evaluate the positives about what's going on right now and just run with those. You know what I mean? You can't live life every single day uh, complaining and whining. I mean, figure out a way to fix that. Get, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Any corny, you know. Uh, you, you're, you're going with the uh, drink water and soldier on. 
Uh, 800 milligrams of ibuprofen, finish a canteen, and ride it out. You know, I'm. Did, did you, did, by the way, you, you joke around about the ibuprofen, but did you see the study that ibuprofen actually is is showing the most? I mean, in a cocktail of, of other drugs, but ibuprofen on its own is actually showing uh, more success against COVID than anything else. That's probably why I ain't caught COVID yet because. It's pretty crazy, though, that that's the one thing the Army does is say, change your socks, take ibuprofen, drink some water, and everything should be good. Sucking chest wound or not, you'll be fine. Hey, Terry, always good to talk to you, man. Thank you thank you for your service. That's Texas Terry. Let's go back to the phones, 803-0930. Let's go to Daryl in Medina. He's on line three. Daryl, what's on your mind today, sir? Oh, I don't know. Just sitting here. I hadn't heard you in a while, and glad to hear you. I gotta... Well, thank you, Daryl, likewise. I've been uh, this. This one will make you put a little smile on your face. Uh, this came off the computer. Can't take credit for it. It says, "Been out all day putting Trump stickers on rioters' cars, and then sitting back watching them destroy each other's cars." Did <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that? <laughs> That'd be horrible. But not that we're condoning anything. Such, such, you know. So such uh, foolery, but uh, no, that that is pretty funny. What are you doing to, uh, I, you know, though everyone's telling you to stay home. Everyone's telling you, you know, why? What, first of all, is this unhappiness because of what's happening in the world politically, or is this unhappiness because of COVID? What, what do you chalk it up as? Oh, I don't know. There's a, we know, you know, I'm sitting back. President Trump has been trying to do the right things. And when I, you know, when I hear that the mayors are turning him down and they don't want to bring the National Guard in, and then you got the situation, you know, like Seattle, that that situation, the thing in uh, Georgia, I I can't even remember the all the the particulars on that one. But you right. sit back and you and you just shake your head, you know, and, and you know it's like the mayors and that happen, and and we know what affiliation they are and all that stuff. And it makes you sick, but I hope the people wake up that a lot of this stuff, a lot of these people are like deer in the headlights, including their beloved governor. You know, he, he, he just scares me. I guy, the guy doesn't seem to be able to grasp the situation and and react on his own. Well, he had to go run to the, he had to go run to see President Trump. To, you know to get the situation here in order. You know that's a, that's an excellent point. I mean, every time people want to throw Trump under the bus, they end up uh, hat in hand, especially in New York State with all of our debt. Hey, Daryl and Madonna, God bless you, man. Uh, right. Take care of Orleans County for us. I'll be home soon. Uh, let's go back to the phones. If I could, uh, I just want to get as many people in here as possible. Let's go to uh, Roy in Boston. You're on line four, Roy. Good morning, David. Good morning. What do you chalk this up as? Is this genuine unhappiness because of, uh, uh, you know, what we're seeing in the news? Or is this obviously COVID related? Where do you see the world? Well, I think it's all coordinated. They use one, uh, they use an incident to uh, multiply the, the situation. Now, what people don't understand, they fear, and they're using the fear to control the people. Now, what they are doing with with all these protests and virus and everything, they're introducing artificially a historical cycle to control the people. And it basically goes like this. 
You go from slavery to faith, from faith to courage, from courage to freedom, from freedom to prosperity, from prosperity to opulence, from opulence to decadence, from decadence to dependency, from dependency back to slavery, which we are experiencing with this lockdown. Well, that's a, that, that, yeah. Okay. I mean, listen, when, when you are, are making people dependent, they, they don't have, you know, they're, they're not controlling their destiny. Uh, and that leads to unhappiness that leads to collective, you know, reduction in your, your communal morale. And, and, and what you're seeing right now is, you know, if this was 30 days, we now know what Americans, what their threshold is. And if, and if someone were like Governor Cuomo was talking about shutting down Manhattan and the Hamptons, you know, if you were told right now by Erie County that, you know, Western New York is going to go on another 60 day lockdown, I just don't think people are going to comply. I mean, what happens when people say, no, I'm not going to do it. What, 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 what power do you have when you're telling tens of millions of Americans to go on the street and protest? It's your First Amendment right. It's essential work. But now you can't go about your life. I mean, it's, it's a very awkward position if you're a totalitarian liberal that's running blue states. Well, with slavery and socialism, you are, you are told what rights you can have and cannot have. And that's what is happening. This is just a de facto form of slavery, this lockdown. Socialistic, uh, bureaucratic uh, degeneracy. That's Roy in Boston. I appreciate your call. 803-0930. The rest of you guys stay on hold. 1-800-616-WBN. We're talking about happiness and, and this poll that came out that shows that Americans are the most unhappy they've been in 50 years. We also have a poll that says American pride is the lowest since it's been recorded. But to be fair, that, that started in 9-11. So we're not talking about a 50-year trajectory on what we have on those numbers. A lot is happening in the world. People think that this is connected to Trump and the division and the Twitter account and, and George Floyd. Or is this COVID? And, and honestly, if you're going to go with that premise that COVID is the reason why the collective is so depressed, then you have to make the argument that a lot of the people that you're seeing on the streets probably wouldn't be on the streets if they had a social life, if they had a job, if they had things to do. How much of that is astroturf? I mean, if you take something that locks people down for 90 days, you take away all their opportunities to go out there and share and fellowship and, and be normal. And then, of course, you, you, have a, you have elected leaders saying, this is essential. Come out and, and, and show your independence, show your First Amendment right to assemble and, and protest. Uh, you know, is that a genuine protest or is that just a collective people saying, I'm bo- I have nothing to do and this is something I can get on board with? Uh, it's a difficult time to start, you know, splitting hairs on why people are unhappy. I think people are unhappy because... COVID's unhappy. We got 115,000 Americans dead. There's nothing but negative out there all the time. What are you doing to get yourself out of that negativity? I want to hear from you. We'll take your calls right after this quick break. All right. So uh, I wanted to, uh, the, the cancel culture is out uh, already. We're talking about the negativity and we're talking about how uh, Americans are unhappy. You know, we, we saw that uh, Gone with the Wind, which, by the way, Gone with the Wind was the first motion picture to ever have an Academy Award going to an African-American. They've canceled Gone with the Wind. We've seen people burn the book of Gone to the Wind. Uh, and now we're seeing the Dukes of Hazard. Uh, there's a petition, and Amazon is considering dropping the Dukes of Hazard. The news uh, that you heard uh, at the uh, top and bottom of the hour 
Aunt Jemima is is now being pulled that they consider it to be you know socially unacceptable uh the aunt jemima character again she's gone through a lot of transformations uh, over the years remember she had a, a you know a bandana on her head uh there was a very derogatory way that she was talking you just heard the old commercial uh, from the 50s where they talked about you know her recipe from the plantation that has really evolved over time but still it's culturally insensitive now and the cancel culture has taken it out now joe beamer on sunday uh interviewed uh, with brenda they interviewed all of the uh, candidates for new york 27 one of the things that beamer brought up and he got nailed on social media was that you know uh name mcmurray accused joe of of, of buying into fake news because Paw Patrol, uh, you know, they canceled cops and they canceled live PD and he had brought up a Paw Patrol and, and, and Nate McMurray had said, oh, that's fake news. Well, it's not fake news. There are petitions out right now. The New York Times uh, had that piece and there are petitions out right now to cancel anything having to do with police, law enforcement, even something as innocent as Paw Patrol. Now, Look at Paw Elmer Fudd's gun, Dave. They Elmer took Fudd's Elmer Fudd's gun. gun away. Yosemite Sam, they took his, his guns away. It, it really is is gotten to, but with Dukes of Hazard, uh, all of these different things that are that are. But you know, if, if you're going to go after Aunt Jemima, how are you going to have Bojangles Chicken? I mean, there are a a tremendous amount of. Th- I mean, the K- Kentucky Fried Chicken, the Colonel, his outfit and what he's wearing was very reminiscent to what plantation owners were using during slavery. At some point, you know, you have to just take a step back and say, look, if, if we're going to just exercise all of these things, you got to go after all in the family and Archie Bunker. You got to go after the Jeffersons. I mean, the, the, you know, there, there were a lot of, you know, the Warner Brothers frog, you know, was axed because of its cultural insensitivity back before all this political correctness really took hold. But, you know, with with all of these things in our culture going away, if you are, you know, uh, running Quaker Oats, uh, running the, uh, the the brand name of Aunt Jemima, doing something in, in you know, to, to be sensitive to all people, it also is going to cost a lot of money. Because if you change the name of that brand, I, I particularly like that maple syrup. I don't know how to find it. You know, if, if someone decided that, uh, you know, uh, young people who haven't evolved we're going to eliminate Peter Pan peanut butter because it's insensitive to people who still live at home when they're 38 and they live their life like Peter Pan. Where am I going to get my peanut butter? I mean, you can't just change the name. You know, you have to know that this is the same product with a new name. But again, stockholders, money that's involved, you know, this has taken root. This is a part of the culture now. There are people that will be offended and sensitive, and they will send your petitions and businesses that are left of center, that are leaning towards this this screaming. This is what's adding, you know, is it, we talked about, is it COVID that's making people unhappy, or is just that, or is there a section of America that is chronically unhappy? They are just, they're always unhappy. There's always going to be something to complain about. If George Floyd was alive today, there would still be people that are upset every time, you know, uh, again, I mentioned this uh, earlier on the radio here at WBN. If you want to find out truly how the left in America looks at Black Lives Matter, Ruth Bader Ginsburg gets hit by a dump truck tomorrow. Nobody is in the streets talking about Black Lives Matter. You will see millions of people screaming about the Supreme Court, screaming about Trump's appointment and what the Senate would do, because it's always about politics. And and there are people in our society that are just chronically unhappy. And, you know, whether or not it's COVID related or it's just their life or their, their, how miserable they are. But think about this. 
you know, whether or not you support the president, you don't support the president, African-American unemployment was the lowest in the history of the republic. I mean, this is, you, you can't argue with the facts that this economy was working for everyone, single moms, it was working for gay Americans, it was working for every single demographic you could find, and people were happy, people were working, but now we're finding out that maybe some people are just never happy. Maybe that's just the way life is. Let's go to the phones and 803-0930, 1-800-616-WBN. Line five is Fred. I believe you're in New Mexico, Fred. Yes, I am. What's on your mind today, sir? Um, uh, pardon? Go ahead. You you got the, uh, the the floor. What's on your mind? Oh, um, I'm I I think we're what we're some of more than some a lot of what we're experiencing now is the result of the liberals um, in uh, in education. Uh, years ago, they started um, taking over education, and uh, the kids learned that uh, all these uh, things that, that make no sense to me, uh, I don't see why uh, things have to be changed just to change them. And I personally also don't understand why our um, government doesn't just say, no, we're not going to change it. You know, that's an, that's an, it's one thing that you're always going to have a part of the society that is going to complain. Uh, but you know, social media has given everyone a platform. Everyone has a point of view. Everyone has been able to amplify that point of view, whether it's a podcast, a blog, their Facebook page, whatever it is. And, and there's, there's an empowerment there. But, but there's also a whole lot of folks that, you know, are, are maybe deluded. There's a lot of delusion out, out there. there there's, there's people that believe that because, you know, they have a thousand friends that those are actually their friends. And they, they, they hang on every word that they say. And, you know, we're following the herd a whole lot here. A lot of folks are just reposting and sharing and, and thinking it's sexy to be back in 1969. Let's party like it's the Woodstock generation. And, and Fred, there was romance and protest. And a lot of these college professors that are in their 70s, they're thinking back to that era. And they want to get back to that era of protesting for the sake of protesting. Fred, I appreciate your call. Thank you. Enjoy New Mexico. Yosemite Sam lost his guns. We're going to talk more about that and the cancel culture coming up at 803-0930. Here's news. We'll be Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Back after that. 
we're back. 803-0930. You heard the number. We're talking about the unhappiness uh, in this poll. It's on WBN.com. Uh, what is the cause of it? And, and you know, a lot of the cancel culture that's coming out of, you know, what we're being told is the reason why our morale is low, why American pride is low. It's the division of our president. It's the Twitter account. It's everything that you're seeing on the news. It's George Floyd. It's police brutality. It's white uh, suppression of, of black rights in American cities. Or is it the fact that everyone's been home for 90 days? They've had nowhere to go. All the things they enjoyed to do were taken away. I don't know. It, it doesn't take Professor Calculus to put that all together. But, you know, this is what you're you're told. And now you have a, a culture of people that are saying, uh, you know, we've got to cancel live PD. We've got to cancel cops. We can't allow anyone in the police, anyone who works in law enforcement to be put on a, on a platform where they're shown respect because of what happened in one police department with one horrible human being, let alone a a person who never should have been a police officer, a person who, quite frankly, there were 12 opportunities for county attorney Amy Klobuchar before she was a senator. There were 12 opportunities to put this guy in jail, put this guy out of a police uniform, and yet the Democratic mayor, the Democratic county attorney, all of the folks in Minneapolis thought, no, let's give this guy another chance. He murders someone regardless of the reasons why he did it. He did it. That's the inexcusable part. It, it doesn't matter if George Floyd was, was uh, you know, Charles Manson. If George Floyd was Mr. Rogers. It doesn't matter anything in the United States of America. We don't just take frontier justice and decide to kill people because we perceive them to be a threat or we perceive them to be a bad person. That's not the way our system works. There is outrage that is moral and righteous for what happened to George Floyd. But again, all these polls are coming out trying to think that that somehow this is interconnected to Black Lives Matter, or this is a part of a movement because of the president of the United States. Nobody's talking about, you know, what's happening in the Supreme Court. Nobody's talking about what's happening in the Russia investigation. There was a a situation in China and India uh, between the armed forces. 50 Chinese uh, soldiers were killed. Over 30 Indian soldiers were killed uh, in, uh, in India. And I'll tell you what, one of the things that you can count and look at this president, George W. Bush decided to side with the Pakistanis when it came at post 9-11. We needed uh, Musharraf. We needed the, the uh, Pakistanis on our side for our war in Afghanistan. This president has been one of the, the only president, Obama and Bush combined, that has put all of our allegiance towards India. That is the largest democracy in the world. And India has been pushed around by Chinese interests and the Chinese military crossing their uh, sovereign land, their geographic political borders, and they're not having it anymore. And we have deals with India. India has played a little bit with uh, Russia, with their military. And we've made it very clear to India that we're on your side. We want to be your ally, your defense partner, buy our equipment. And that relationship is very strong. And if they are going to war with China, this is going to impact our global economy. It's going to impact us. And so, again, you know, a lot of things are happening in the world, but we're talking about Aunt Jemima. We're talking about, you know, whether or not we should cancel, you know, cops and Dukes of Hazard. It, it, it's almost a hijacking of what is really important. And, you know, maybe that's why Americans are unhappy. Maybe that's why American pride is down, just because these numbers reflect what they allegedly reflect. What is the cause of it? Well, it seems to be that people believe it's COVID 
and the fact that we've been home for for 90 days without uh, anything to do out there. Let's go to the phones, 803-0930, 1-800-616-WBN. Alan in Lockport on line one. Alan. Staff Sergeant, start off. How are you doing, sir? Bat. It is an honor to talk to you. A true honor. Oh, you're very kind, Alan. What's on your mind today, sir? Form, go ahead. Being a former Army officer, it is truly an honor. And the intestinal fortitude you sh- displayed on that day, it is remarkable. And everyone uh, take note how you inspired Oh, sorry. You're such an inspiration in a time we don't have leadership. You want to know what the problem is? There is no leadership in this country. We have empty suits. We have sackless politicians out there that don't know how to step up and lead. I called in the Sandy show for the first time last week because I had it. And I brought up that military term, doing the hard right over the easy wrong. All these politicians aren't doing their jobs. It is hard to be a leader. But we as citizens demand you to step up and lead. And that's what we don't have right now. Morale is low. This country is depressed. We need someone to step up and motivate and inspire us. And that's what we need leadership. That's what leaders do during tough times. You and me both had to look men and women in the eye and say, we have to go back outside the wire, even though we just lost Private Snuffy, Captain, Lieutenant. Sergeant, even though we lost them, we have to go back outside and do our job. And we had to motivate and inspire our men to do it. And that's what we don't have in this country. We need that Mel Gibson to run up to the line as all the colonists are running away, to grab that flag and rush towards the British. We need that right now. We need someone to hold the line against these radicals. Well, you know, it, it, first of all, thank you for your service, Alan. I appreciate your kind words. But, you know, th- that's something that, that you brought up that I, I don't hear at all. And I think it has to come from someone who's been there and done that in the military. But, you know, we when we're in the armed forces, this is the same cross section of America that you're seeing every single day in universities and in high schools. And while everyone wants to talk about the generation that doesn't respect and the generation that doesn't understand what we find is that everyone really craves that discipline, that 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 true north of, of someone that says, hey, you know, I don't I don't care if mom and dad never told you this or if mom and dad weren't even around. This is what you will do and this is what we will do together. And when I see these young people on the streets, I'm thinking these are the same young people at Fort Benning and Fort Bragg right now getting ready to deploy, doing whatever they're, they're asked to do. There's no difference between the DNA or 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 the the uh, you know the 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 buildup the makeup of these young people. Yet there are 19 and 18 year old kids that are saying America's worth it. America is a beautiful shining city on the hill. What, I mean, is it going to take a, a conscription? Is it going to take a draft so that everyone has skin in the game and realizes that? You know, we have to understand American history. These, you know, the difference between freed men and free men, there were people during slavery that weren't even paid by the union that decided to bleed for this country. They had opportunities to go to Haiti. Frederick Douglass considered moving slaves to Liberia and Haiti, and they chose to stay here because even though they were treated subhuman, America was worth the sacrifice. They wanted ownership to be citizens. I mean, 
It's one of the most beautiful stories of American history, and it's bastardized every single day when you see people that are talking about their ancestors and have no idea of what their ancestors actually stood for and why they are still here because America was worth it and, and they sacrificed for that. So true. I guess we lost. Are you there? No, I'm here. I'm here, staff sergeant. Oh yeah, no, I'm just it, it, it's to me it's it's befuddling why why it, it takes mil- maybe is that the answer? We just say everyone over 18, give me two years in the military, and maybe we can just reprogram a generation to think of their community and their society above themselves. I don't know, staff sergeant, but I mean, need some motivation out there. Someone to well, hey, God bless you. I pre- you're fired up, and I appreciate. It. I hope you call more into programs because you know you just made me want to do uh, 20 push-ups and slap a terrorist. I'm I'm ready to go, Alan. God bless you. Thank you for your call and your passion and your service. And you know, again, it, it's really hard to 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 make you know these these characterization judgments over you know why we're you know is America fundamentally flawed. There, there's a cross-section of people, and, you know, Alan talks about the Marxists that are out there, and honestly, I, I look at these rallies and I, and I look at the mindset, I really think this is, this is actually desperation, and is it desperation to, for, for, to, to be treated equal, or is it desperation because everything else they've thrown at the wall hasn't worked? I mean, again, understand this outrage, this, this fomenting of division, this started on election day. We've been going through this for three years. This is just a soup du jour. What are you upset about today? Tony just sent me something on the NFL that I thought was really, I haven't seen before. It's a great point of view, but Tony was, was this article in the paper was basically saying, you know, the NFL is really picking and choosing what free speech was and is. I mean, we had a Buffalo Bills wide receiver, uh, Stevie Johnson, that, that opened his shirt up and said, why so serious? And he was fined. He didn't have free speech. Tim Tebow took a knee to pray to Jesus Christ and was fined for that. What is it? The RG3 had a scripture on his face and had to take it off because it was expression. And now we've got Roger Goodell, who literally is, I mean, has the backbone of angel hair pasta. I mean, his head is a bowling ball on the vertebrae of a piece of pasta, and he's just going with the political wins. Now we can take a knee. Now we could disrespect 58% of the American public because that's where the pressure is. The NBA is being asked to go back to work and play their, their uh, games in Walt Disney World at an area that's safe for COVID. And we're hearing from NBA superstars that don't believe it's, it's appropriate for them to play basketball. Their only purpose in this world, they're paid millions of dollars. And what America needs more than anything else is a distraction. Bring us together. Show us that black athletes and white athletes can work together as a team. Let us come together, black and white, and support the Buffalo Bills. At least we, you know, Mark Polencar's. Byron Brown, I might not agree with them politically, but on Sundays, we are on the same team. We are for the Buffalo Bills. Take that away from us because of what's happening in the world. That is the opposite of what these athletes should be doing. They should be bringing America together by saying, hey, forget about all this nonsense. Let's let's talk about a, a, a chase to the championship. It's it's really just crazy to me. It doesn't make any sense. We want to. I want to get uh, Joe and, and and Tony in on this and take your calls at eight zero three zero nine thirty. What is it going to take to bring America back? Everyone's unhappy. Pride is low. 
what is it going to take for the entire region? Let's start right here in Buffalo. What is it going to take for us to come together? Sports, to me, is a huge part of it. Having something to do is a huge part of it. We'll take your calls right after this quick break. Let's go to CJ in Cheektowaga, line two. CJ, what's on your mind today, sir? CJ, David. Yes. Are you there? Okay. I I just I got I've got to tell you you you're doing an amazing job today and we need more of you, but I'm going to be as fast as possible. There's what what's called a, a distraction. You brought it up. This is all about a distraction. The closer the left is, they're panicking, and this is proof of it. The more the distractions that we're getting and they're coming every single day shows me that they're panicked to the hilt. And we are the last bastion on the hill. That tells me more. That tells me this herd mentality is just a projection of the fear of the reality. Through the looking glass from the propaganda, from mainstream media, the social media, all tools to cause mass chaos and division. And look, Hmm. they're winning. They're not. They're really not. Because they're excellent point. Excellent point. No, CJ, CJ, you know, I I love, you know, it's the co-opting of, in the old days, I would ask you why you're upset. Now I'm just asking if you're upset and I automatically, uh, I'm co-opting your uh, uh, dissatisfaction with a political cause that you might not be connected to. I could ask 50 people if you're happy or unhappy. Maybe you had someone die in your life. Maybe you're upset because you support Trump or you're against Trump. But the idea here is that we're using data and polls and just extrapolating it to what our political persuasion is. And a lot of that is misleading. And and I think, you know, get back to your point of how do you know that your side is winning? What gives you evidence of that? What gives me evidence is I go deep. I'm a researcher and I go deep. And I know there's massive indictments coming out. The left knows that. They know. They know this, all of it. There's going to be tribunals. I, I'm telling you, I, I have information I can't speak about. But I'll tell you this. We're close. We're so close to releasing this. That's why, it's, that's why they have deluged the media and everybody against Trump because that's the reason they want him out. He's exposing everything. It's going to be exposed. It's all well, it's certainly it, it, listen. And, and this is, it, it, you know, if this was the first protest, if this was the first time I saw people screaming incoherently at police horses, I would say, you know what? This is odd that, you know, it, it's odd that it's happening right before a national election. But it's the first time we've seen it. CJ, this is the 12th time we've seen people in the streets. They knit their hats. They were upset against Kavanaugh. They, they, they told us it was Russia. It was the Ukraine. Now it's a race war. I mean, again, Colin Kaepernick took a knee during the Obama administration. Colin Kaepernick was protesting police brutality with a black president and a black attorney general. I mean, you can't tell me that this is connected to a man's tweets and the fact that that Donald Trump is president. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about their power. They're losing their power. They know it. It's going to be a landslide win for Trump, and he deserves it because no— president is doing what he's doing and people don't even know it because they won't tell you on any we don't watch tv here i listen to conservative news i listen to the other side i'm open i'm optimistic 
I'm excited because I know the hammer is coming down. It's coming. You know, CJ, I love it. I love it. It's contagious. And now that that is exactly the mindset I think we all should have. You know, CJ, please, after the election, I would like to talk to you after the election because you deserve a victory lap for calling this. And I'd like to hear from you again. God bless you. Stay positive and uh, keep up the fight. God bless you. You know, when we go, we're going to take a break. 803-0930, 1-800-616-WBN. But when we come back, I want to change gears and just talk about the role of sports in our life and the what it's going to take. And again, I'm a sports guy. I love the Bills, the Sabres, everything. Give me something to distract me from all of the negativity out there. What is it that you believe is your distraction from the negativity? I want to hear from Tony. We're going to hear from Joe. And the role of sports in Western New York and the role of sports can play for America and why these guys don't want to go back to work. They don't want to make their money. They don't want to play sports because they think it's not the proper time to play basketball. Now is the only time to play basketball. Please distract us from this negativity. We'll take your calls. We'll talk to Tony and Joe right after news. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 